0: So, the other day, I sent Seashell some photos of us together. Seashell and I, although we met over the short span of the summer, we'd been on so many adventures. We'd gotten so close. We'd done so many things that I hadn't even realized until I was looking at these pictures. Just the amount of adventures, the amount of money that we made together, um, the stories that we had together, and she really chose all of that over a simp a broke fucking man that to me is the most disrespectful part of it all the man didn't even have money what i think it really translates itself into is not that she chose a man over me but she chose i guess this imaginary money she chose money as we had feared she would in the beginning what i also find really sad about the situation is that seashell you know when we first met i thought she was a trifling ass bitch right and over the course of our friendship she changed my mind she proved herself and i have some stories to tell you guys too um i i'll have to tell you guys just the adventures that we'd had um the stories and the things that we'd done together everything she chose sorry yeah yeah I I need to tell you guys those stories because they're actually pretty exciting and interesting and sometimes I forget about them but I need to start writing them down so I can share with you guys on the podcast but Seashell and I had really just been everywhere we had done everything together we um what else is there just we had grown so close again over the course of the summer and she changed her minds. at first we thought she was a trifling ass bitch but there are times where she's been heroic for me and really proved herself to care more about I thought again I that's who I really thought her to be to care more about our friendship than Money, that I actually wouldn't even go that far to say that I expected her to choose me or our friendship before money. That's very out of character for Seashell, of course. And, you know, you can't go around expecting, I guess, people to do what you would do or the right thing to do or even the mature thing to do, right? Even, you know, we deal with sugar daddies on the daily and we realize, like, these grown-ass men... These grown-ass men, they sometimes act like children. They sometimes want to kick their feet up and fucking act like babies. We can't always expect people to, again, have our best interests at heart, to know the right thing to do, and to also carry it out, right? And, you know, with Seashell, even my boyfriend, it just shows you the lack of the maturity in the world. Um, how immature some people can be. So, my story with Seashell is I sent her some pictures. She asked me if I wanted to go to Vancouver with her again at first I was like sure I'll come I was open to it because I wanted to go myself but after I kind of thought about it and then I was looking at the day type of conflicting even my doubts again with my boyfriend right now how I have to maintain my boyfriend's relationship and also um I can't really be away and I have a trip actually to Vancouver towards the end of the month I'm excited for that, and I just felt like even with the dates, it was a little crammed. I also had another guy who, um, in Vancouver, who wanted to see me, but he's kind of flip-flopping around. It's just so f- annoying, Playing um, shit with his son, all this stuff. I hate when people just talk, 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 and fucking no action. Again, who told you to fucking speak? who told you to make promises that you couldn't keep anyways i that's why again you don't get you don't everything they say you take with a grain of salt if you listen to the last podcast you it's it's the man's responsibility to feed you forced lies It's your personal responsibility to not accept them and not internalize or believe them until you know a ticket is bought until there's proof given to you until he makes the commitment until he shows you that he's serious so anyways um it was just too much also with all the drama going on with the seashell what I, if you guys don't remember how previous like our relationship went, what I really am not a fan with of with seashell is the Halloween situation. What I don't like with seashell is that you can fuck up, sure. Sometimes you know we even give you a chance to make up when you fuck up, right? like we give you a second chance, not even we, I give out second chance, I give you another opportunity to redeem yourself, and seashell constantly chooses herself or she just she just doesn't she just chooses herself. It's plain and simple, she doesn't make amends when she fucks up. she's very selfish. She's selfish in the way she's always just choosing herself, you know? Um, and that says a lot, to be given a second chance multiple times and to just always, like, I can't fucking... And then there's a part of me, too, as much as I want to be, like, the one to give you another chance to yourself... I can't look at you the same. Like, to me, it personally makes me uncomfortable to know when people have done me so dirty and I have to give them a second chance. For what? You know, you're not paying my bills. You're not adding to my life beneficially. Um, You are, in fact, trying to fucking take away money from me. You don't have your best intentions for me. You only want a friendship that's convenient for you. So, again, in the past, we've given Seashell chances to redeem herself. Um... I've given her chances to redeem and to even make amends for the things that she does, she that she's done. I know I called her guys when the when the sim situation first started happening. I called her and I said he's not worth it. You like I don't think he's worth you. I would rather choose you. I said when we first started this throuple, my loyalty was always with you. But of course, guys, and although she won't say it out loud, her loyalty was always with. the money. That's the difference, again, between Cecil and I. Her loyalty remains with the money. And I guess, you know, I don't blame myself, again, for trying to throuple. When I went into that throuple, I really had intentions of it being a throuple, But she, of course, chose money. She made it into a competition, I think, in her head. And... uh, To a weak man. Anyways. While he's living out the dream. And he's living the dream of two bitches. That he wasn't even seeing at the same time. It was just... Like, any man could do it. I guess it's just the acceptance of all members are aware that there's another party and whatever. I guess, like, I'm saying he could probably see, date two other girls or just not tell them, but... <laughs> Give me a second. So, to me, that really sucks, um To try and include someone into a Threpple with positive intentions and for them to make it selfish. Now, what really sucks is, like, the seashell that I've seen throughout the throuple is not the same seashell that I'd known two months ago. Like, what the fuck is that? I try and put you on more opportunities and you just turn into a bitch? Or is it like you thought she would choose that little money, that little fucking thing of money over me fucking manipulating that stupid old fucking simp that old man oh i think she just wants me all to herself yeah she wants all the money to herself you fucking retard sorry guys oh my god i hate when i use that word i don't even use that word on a normal basis i just when i come on here i fucking get mad okay sorry you guys know um fucking idiot that man's just so fucking stupid oh i thought she really liked me like sir you're so fucking annoying how could anyone like you Like, do you hear yourself? Fucking bitch. So, um, I sent her these pictures. And it's like we just had a mountain full of memories together. The things that we've done together. And then I, like, look at it. And I said, like, you fucking chose that stupid old man over me. Our friendship that you know, we'd been through so much, you know, the difference between a relationship and a friendship, a friendship is always, I think, a little bit more valuable. While you might get sex out of your partner, you might be able to kiss them and, you know, hold their hand and be lovey-dovey, you can never, I think, really, and especially when you're sugar, a sugar baby, especially when you're 20, fucking dating an older man, you can never have that extreme closeness and realness to the same extent as you do a friend and you know too when you're trying to find friends when you're a sugar baby it's also so much harder because you can't trust everyone. You can't just go around telling everyone, you know, what you did last night. I've seen Seashell do her shit. Seashell seen me do my shit. It's, it's like you couldn't get a friendship that was more close and more real than what Seashell and I had, you know, two months ago. And to know she chose all of that for a man she'd only known like two weeks fucking ridiculous and i said this earlier i gave her the chance the opportunity again i called her and i said he's not worth it and she still chose she still proceeded to choose that fucking man saying oh you and k deserve each other all this bullshit i said wow seashell but like i gave you a second chance and you're still You were still choosing yourself. You didn't even want to salvage the remainder of the relationship that we could have had. And then on Halloween, to me, guys, Halloween was the most fucked up part of it all. She fucking made all of us fucking create these plans telling us that she was going to come out tonight and she chose to go fucking hang out with the simp. To me, that was the lowest blow of them all. And I know she went to go see that man for free. I know she went and seen him for free. To me, I couldn't wrap my head around any of it. Wow, this man's pissing me off. Give me a second halloween was just so fucked up to me to me that was your fine that was the final straw that was the you did this it wasn't even just about the money about the sim that was some shady ass shit to make plans with us your girlfriends and then to bail on us last minute because that fucking stupid man i really want to use the r word again he pisses me off so fucking much i'm pretty sure every time i've ever used the r word too on here i was talking about him That stupid man, that stupid fucking old, dumb ass, weak, desperate man who fucking on any other night, like, sure, he fucking do it tomorrow. The man was still going to be around tomorrow. And I said, like, I couldn't fucking... I couldn't associate myself with either of them. So Seychelle asked me if I wanted to come to Vancouver with her. And at first, I was like, you know, sure. And I thought about it, and then I changed my mind. I kind of... I don't want to say I did to her what she did to me. In a non-direct way, I I, kind of did do it back to her. I kind of did her how she did me. In terms of... um. in terms of how I said yes and then I changed my mind not even deliberately but I have a thing with saying I can't say really no I am so bad at saying no but I don't I don't look at seashell the same way and I it's like seashell it's you've lost respect for me I, I'd like to think of myself, my boyfriend says he's a lone wolf, I'd like to think of myself as a lone wolf, and I took a chance on you, and I realized, like, there's plenty of other people and girls to be friends with out in the sea, a lot of other girls that would like me, and, you know, maybe reciprocate the genuineness that I have, and the, the good intentions that I have with people, so, um, I wanted to recall and I was like thinking like even being with Seashell on just a day-to-day basis is not enjoyable at fucking all it's not as fun as I used to think it was it's not something I look forward to anymore you know Seashell and I used to go out to the mall. I I had a story specifically that I woke up and I was thinking and I was like I have to share the story to the podcast. I don't know what you guys are going to do with this story, but I just want you guys to know don't be that bitch. So I used to tell you guys all the time. I really like Seashell, but she has a few character flaws that I feel like outweigh how fun she is to be with. Like or they compete with it because the, the money, the money the greediness, the selfishness, like, those, I mean, they all pile up. But it's like, it, it, when it gets in the way of just normal day-to-day things, we go into the mall one time. Here's the story. We go to the mall, and while, you know, shopping with your girlfriend should be a fun thing to do, she's acting like a fucking brat. She, we're going into the store, and she's calling things out loud. I have never seen this shit before in my life. I don't like that. If you like something, go up to it, go look at it, and fucking get it. I'm not gonna fucking stand here and be fucking competing with you over every fucking item. Saying I call it first, I call it first, I call dibs. I see it first. I no, just fucking shop. Go into the store, shop, pick up what you like. So I get we get into the store. I find I saw a shirt. But, of course, this bitch yelled it out at the same time. And it's a red shirt. It's tight. It's one of those ones where it's supposed to make your tits look good if you got it extra small because of the neckline. It's a deeper neckline. I saw it, too. I really liked it. But seashell fucking calling shit out loud as if we're fucking grade five and she's calling dibs on the last Oreo cookie. So frustrating. Not enjoyable to be around. Let's hurry up! So annoying. Why is this man fucking playing games? Like, I'm fucking waiting here. He's fucking buttoning up his shirt in the fucking window. I don't even care. Like, let's go. We were supposed to go for breakfast with my coworkers. And he's fucking late. Sorry, my throat. So. Um... Yeah. My lips look so good today. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, she called dibs, then I go, and I found, I went up to the shirt first, she looked at other things, right? And then I found my size, extra small, and she eventually goes to the thing, she goes looking through it, and she's like, wow, is that an extra small, or saying that, wow, you took the last one? She's like, I called it first, uh, saying that she should get it, and then she says... She's just so childish. How could anyone fucking think that's an acceptable way to go out and shop with your friend fucking calling dibs on a shirt? And then she was really about to fight me for the shirt. And I was like, I was going to fight you, too, bitch. Like, I'm not even afraid. And this was right after we this is the first time we hung out after our big fight. And I'm like, no, you need to fucking grow up. She's like, oh, I called it first. I saw it first. I said like, and then I look at it, look in the rack, and there was another extra small. Thankfully, we didn't have to fight over the shirt. But like, that's how she is. Just on a normal day to day basis. Even when we went to the hotel, she was calling dibs on one of the beds, and I was like. I was like how childish she just was not a fun person to be around ever it's crazy she was calling dibs there's three of us there are two I think queen beds one bed pull out bed and she was trying to call a bed before even Ocean was there to call a bed And then saying, she's just being such a, she just has that kind of mindset all the fucking time. And it's like, who wants to hang out with someone like that? Like, who wants to hang out with a fucking child when we're supposed to be grown adults? It's just not fun. And it's like, at that point, like, I'd rather just go do it with someone else. I'd rather go be with someone else. So she invited me to Vancouver. Of course you wanted me to come, because her and I, again, have our natural connection. We always have fun together. But lately, she's been hanging out with these two ugly white bitches. Of course, people are like, she's trying to replace you. Bitch could never. Of course, I know that. And... You know, I feel like what Seashell looks for and the fact she even found these two girls to maybe replace Ocean and I, Seashell just looks for people she can use. And when she's done using you, if she can't get any more she'll just go on to another source, right? She feeds herself off of, again, using and victimizing people. Fuck, this man's pissed me off. Bye, guys. I'm gonna fucking go. I'm so mad right now. Wow guys, I've been recording for literally 10 fucking minutes and I looked down and I realized that it hasn't been recording. Only one minute of it recorded so I'm going, I don't even know what I said in that first minute but I'm going to start off as if like from the beginning. So I did tell you guys we're driving. I'm in a separate truck from my boyfriend so I again apologize if there's any background noise. It's only a fucking miracle I decided to check my phone and see if the shit was recording. Otherwise I would have driven for 40 minutes. Fucking no audio recorded. Anyways, so I wanted to title, um, I was going to say, this is kind of going on in the same theme that we had yesterday, just talking about friends, Um, and I began by stressing the importance of friends. I've been telling you guys, you need girlfriends before, again, a boyfriend, before a sugar daddy. Well, I mean, I started off being a lone wolf. I was a loner. I still am a loner after seashell and ocean you know the trust you take with girlfriends is so much different you know than what you take with a boyfriend and the kind of damage that it has when someone does you dirty i still again even though people do us dirty and break our trust i still believe wholeheartedly and try 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 again You know, not everyone on this planet is here to burn you. So even if you get burned a few times, there's definitely people out there that aren't going to burn. Um, That aren't going to burn you or hurt you or mislead you. For sure. So, um... I believe in, again, that there... But the importance of just girlfriends, you know. Don't think that you should it should solely be yourself and your man, yourself and your sugar daddy. That you should always be seeking out men. My friend and I, my American friend and I, we texted yesterday, and she was telling me like, you know, we've been missing out on a big part of just being a teenage girl. And I agreed with her. Most girls our age aren't getting ready to go out with men; they're getting ready to go out with their girlfriends. And you know, I. In the beginning of this podcast, I stressed again the difference between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and a, or, or a friendship. With your friends, you can honestly be yourself. I feel like when we're with men, we have to put up a charade um, because there's always like a need to impress. There's always a need to be likable to them. There's a need to, you know, match our personalities with their preferences. And even if you have a close relationship with your man, I feel like, especially if you're a sugar baby and, you know, you're doing your own stuff on the side, you can never 100% be your own authentic self. The difference, again, with girlfriends is that we're not there to impress. We're there to have our own individual beings and um our shit and just come together and hang out and be honest and you know no expectations no disappointments we're not fucking them you know you can really be yourself you can be honest and what I said to you guys again earlier in this podcast when I was comparing and talking about seashell and how she'd give me up for a simp I said what seashell lost with me was much, and I bet she's realizing it now, much more deeper and closer than she'd ever get with, you know, a simp, with another girl. I am not a people person, for sure. Like, I don't need people, but I can see traits of that in Seashell. Seashell is a very much, she loves, I I'm going to say she needs people in order for her own comfort and her own safety and security I'm not like that I'm been again kind of a lone wolf especially when it comes to girls and I cut off my friends as soon as it's like necessary and the seashell guys is cut I had totally forgot about some of the shit she'd done to me maybe a month or two months ago um in terms of the threat she gave me with my boyfriend after I had I had responded to her text asking me if I'd seen the simp for free. I told you guys this story, but I didn't emphasize how fucked up it was because I totally forgot I've been here talking to her when really, like, that friendship should have been just over with. There was no need for me to see her. I trusted her with a big part. cut me Like, that's the worst fucking thing, too, is trying to trust someone and then throwing it back in your face. I came. not trusted her, and I told her, like, me and him are going through these fights with the Vancouver shit, and then for her to not even a week later stay, she'll pull up to my man's house and tell him everything. Like, how disrespectful is that, you know? And to me, I totally forgot about that shit. Now, Seashell's here, and I can tell, again, she needs me more than I need her. I'm, again, great by myself, don't need another bitch for, what is it, for validation, security, for friends. I will literally go out by myself. Seychelle, again, is different. And I tell you guys, what Seashell lost with me, she'll never get it back from a man. She'll never get that replaced with the simp. She lost it permanently. So I said the difference with the girlfriend versus the boyfriend with the sim she'll never get to be her true self. You know, you'll never be able to tell him what happened to you last night with another man. You traded again a sisterhood, a sister bond for some pocket change. And I bet she's real fucking mad now. Good. And once you talk, cut off toxic bitches as I feel I do, you flourish. You know, you're constantly elevating and getting on to the next level where you get to that point where it's really like, you don't need a man, you don't need a simp, and you definitely don't need another bitch. Which is why in the last podcast, I talked about getting shit for yourself. Getting shit for yourself, again, eliminates, you know, the need you have for other people. Remember I told you that. The more you get your, your own stuff together, like, the more you need other, the less you need other people. Because they no longer fulfill shit that you can do for yourself. When you can do it for yourself, people are going to get worried. Because you're not going to need them as much. And, you know, being able to just be independent by yourself on a normal basis. You know how many times see she'll cr- called me crying, saying she was lonely and blah, blah, blah. Can't do this anymore by herself. And I try to be there for her. Now... What I see in a friendship is, or what I want or look for in a friendship is I don't want to be here and be responsible for anyone else's baggage. I told you guys that in the beginning with Seashell, I wasn't sure about the friendship because Seashell was coming in with way too much baggage, too many problems that she wanted to put on me or wanted me to sympathize with her for, it was too much for me. I want a friendship where we both come and we're both whole. We're both whole. I'm whole by myself. You're whole by yourself. You know, if you're you're not ready to be a whole person yet, that's what you get a man for. I'm sorry. A man is there to fucking, even though he shouldn't, you can make, you can let your man completely, complete you. And I'm going to talk about, actually, I went out last night with this girl from Bumble BFF, and I am gonna talk to you guys about Bumble BFF. I found one of my first friends in university, my only friend in university, actually, when I was living there for a year. She came from Bumble BFF. She (coughs) came from Bumble BFF. We'd matched, and we... I felt like, though, she was normal. In the sense where she's coming to a different city and so was I and we just didn't have any friends and but naturally like we were both good. She had her own baggage, own problems and I'm also going to tell you guys like when it comes to choosing girlfriends which is why I kind of like the idea of being friends with other sugar babies because when you have so much shit again going for yourself you don't want to be friends with anyone who doesn't also have shit going for themselves because then there's a gap and then you kind of feel like you're obligated to fulfill that gap so that you guys can maybe be on the same level especially when you're going out so again she had her own problems i guess money problems complaining about working well i had my sugar daddy and even though my sugar daddy wasn't taking care of me the way that my does today he was still there one time he even went for dinner and there's an aspect again of jealousy that's kind of embedded into the relationship when you guys just aren't on the same level right so i told you guys she ended up ghosting me and i think that was because as i got my new boyfriend as i started to climb up there a little bit. She couldn't take it, so she ghosted me. And, you know, I don't even blame her. There's nothing wrong with that. If you need to focus on your own shit, I didn't think it was necessary. But, again, I can't speak because I'm I'm not the one who's... Because I'm not, not, you know, experiencing whatever she's experiencing. So one thing I find with Bumble girls is, like, it, it depends on why they're on Bumble. I don't like when Bumble girls, like, BFF Bumble girls, like, try and make the fact that they're on Bumble, like, like, ha- have you met anyone else on Bumble or BFF? Like, fuck. Don't make us sound like we're more losers than we already are. <laughs> like, that's what I think. That's how I feel. And I, like, and you know what I was thinking? So last night, again, I went out with this girl, and I didn't even know what to think of her. She was a little bit weird. She was a little bit weird that's the problem when you find people off apps like there's something wrong with them there's a reason why they're on the app and she's such a pretty girl she's so pretty and i feel like too she doesn't even know her potential you know what's the worst thing is a pretty and insecure bitch Woo! let's talk about that one day being pretty and insecure don't do that to yourselves she's so cute but she is again i felt like there's something maybe a little off with of her it could have been the fact we smoked weed but she kind of had like baby vibes like she talked like a baby i didn't know what to think about her she's a little dorky but she was really cute she's very like she, I, i'm pretty she's a model too right but um she she's a model but she's insecure and needs her man to like complete her And I'm like, girl, you are way too fucking cute for that. And she kind of confused me. Because, like, even her mother. Her mother came and walked her to our first date. It was... Like... And, I don't know. She was just so much cuter. Her face is so much cuter for for what she was. Like, you should really be, like, a real bad bitch. Makes me mad she's not really reaching her potential. But, you know, I... I like her, but I find, like, I feel like there's too many restrictions with her when she talks like a baby, you know? Or not talks like a baby, but she acts like she needs her mother's permission for everything. She acts like she, um... She needs her mother's permission for everything. She acts like she... um can't make decisions for herself she told me about this fight she got with her she got in with her boyfriend it was actually so stupid she was saying that it was so stupid i was just like like i honestly was like is she slow or i don't know but she's in school so i don't know she kind of she's one of those ones but uh and she's vegan there's just too many things going on there and she doesn't drink but she smokes weed but she kind of got you know when girls get a little hyper off the weed i honestly had no idea how to feel about her i was just like on a roller coaster and especially when you're high, you're kind of like looking at them a little bit more like can this friendship really sustain itself i don't know <coughs> so Um, but what did encourage me, like, uh, what I did think at the end of it was, like, I should still keep looking for my person, for my friend. And even if, you know, you go out with all these Bumble BFF girls, and even if, you know, not every one of them clicks, like, you always have a friend that you can message up and say, like, hey, do you want to go here, do you want to go out to this restaurant? I don't really know if I'm going to get that same easiness with her because the bitch is vegan and, you know, you can't really go a lot of places when you're vegan. She's like, and she doesn't drink. And I felt like her boyfriend controls her a little bit. And, I mean, I love when your boyfriend controls you. Like, I have maybe a little bit of a kink for it. Not that my boyfriend's very controlling at all. Sometimes I'll be like, like, can you tell me no? (laughs) Can you fucking... Um, I don't know if I've ever made you guys think my boyfriend's controlling. He's actually super liberal. Like, he's great, honestly, for this weekend. I've been telling you guys, like, him and his mood swings. He's been having some nasty-ass mood swings. But this weekend, he was so sweet to me. Like, the perfect little baby simp. When he's simping, it's adorable. Just seeking approval, wanting to be loved. That's my favorite... That's my favorite boyfriend mode. And he was in it. He was being really sweet. um, But he really is so... What's the word? I don't want to say... I have to change lanes, I think, because these people are trying to separate my boyfriend and I. I'm supposed to be following him. Um, he's very... What's the word? Accommodating. That's it. He's very accommodating with the things that I want to do. When I want to go out for Halloween, he... he gave me money for my ubers he gave me money to even go clubbing he really accommodated me even though you know i would like to think oh he's maybe an asshole he's a great boyfriend in terms of like he's not super controlling he's not he does have his moments where he is controlling but like he'll let me go out when we're together he yesterday he like really change things so that again I yesterday we got a phone actually he got me a phone even though he didn't want to buy me the car and all that he makes up for it in other ways he makes up for it in other ways but he got me he got me a phone and we had to drive so far in order to get me the iphone it was the 13 pro and i wanted the blue one and they were sold out of it everywhere so he drove like 45 minutes in order to get it for me really out of the way again considering everything else he had planned for the day so like when he wants to not be an asshole he's actually pretty fucking sweet and uh, what else did he do for me it's been great when he wants to be again like that's the that's the key part when they want to be and it came on at a great time i love showing like seashell especially seashell the other day said oh let me add you back on snapchat when she wanted me to come up to with her to vancouver and i said sure i gave her my snapchat and ever since too i've just been flourishing on my snap so i'm glad she gets to see it and so sorry I'm glad she's gotten to see that I'm doing good without her. there's something, too, I say every time I cut off a toxic bitch, like, I seem to flourish. Like, I am about to have this car thing on Wednesday. You guys know until I get there, I'm fucking so excited. I can't wait for her to see that. I'm so sorry. Something about just flexing on the haters. Remember the last thing she said to me um, after Vancouver? It was, after her fight in Vancouver, she said, watch and let's see who's going to do better between you and I. It's not even like just to solely flex, but it's like, bitch, I did. (laughs) Proving her wrong? I don't know. And then also cutting her off at the same time. But the problem is, too, I get a little worried because, you know, the more jealous they are, the more bullshit that they try and pull or do. be fucking doing anyways the more bullshit that bitches try and pull in there yeah so she can have the stupid simp but guess what i got i did it without the simp and without you honestly like that girl will never That girl will never have access to me. Again, to the same extent that she once did, I would never do that. Never. Live and learnt, And regretted it. So I'm feeling, again, inspired. And I want to use this as a message to you guys all as well. If you have people that you... Excuse me. If you have people that you girls or friends or people that want to be friends, go hit them up, go make friends. I don't know if you guys are as friendlyless friendlyless as I am, but like I would encourage you guys, go make friends. Go hang out with the girls off of Bumble BFF. And I'm saying like that girl yesterday, too, She's telling me that she was really on Bumble BFF because she needs more friends outside of her boyfriend. And I was, like, totally, like, yeah, I agree with that. Me, too. It's not something I noticed, but as trigger babies, as girls that like love and attention, we tend to put our men on pedestals. Take him off that pedestal and put another bitch up there instead. You know, a girl where you're like, oh, I want to go out to the club together. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. girls have girlfriends again have so much more to offer like that's a different kind of friendship and you can also keep friends for different things different purposes you can have a friend that you go out with a friend that you like to eat food with a friend that you like to rant with a friend that you like to you know tell her what happened at the club like I don't know a friend that you work with a friend that you go to the gym with you can have again different friends who fulfill different purposes and there's nothing wrong with that Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, having different friends for different things. And again, keep pushing until you find your person. So I I told you guys the red flags of that girl yesterday. I'm still, I didn't give her a second chance to see if she feels the same way. I felt like we would make two really cute friends. I don't know if our mindsets really match up. And also, I realized when you hang out with a lot of older men, oh my god, this is a big thing yesterday I had, and I was sitting there and I was like, we need to talk about this on the podcast. I've surrounded my entire life since the age of 17 with just older men. And I didn't even realize it until, like, today. Like, we're just on the same level. I'm a Taurus. I feel like it also has to do, like, I feel like part of my mindset has to also do with being a Taurus. But it's the same way. Ocean's older than me. She's two years older. I feel like Ocean and I are good. Seashell and I, again, we were good when it came to having fun. But she lacked maturity. She lacked maturity. And I wanted to say common sense, but she mostly just maturity, um, being respectful, knowing how to handle people. I grew up with older men my entire life. I've been socialized by these men. I, you know, think the way that these men kind of think. And I get along with older men so well. Even my boyfriend, I, yesterday she was asking me, so I told her, like, my boyfriend is 60. <laughs> I said, I'm 20. She's like, how old are you? I forgot. I'm like, I'm 20. Boyfriend's 60. But I, him and I, like, and she'd be like, well, like, do you guys have anything to talk about? Does it ever get awkward? Do you guys ever run out of things to talk about? That seems to be a very popular question when girls hear your boyfriend's so old. And I'm like, no, not at all, because that's where my mindset is you know, that's how I think, that's how I talk, him and I don't have any problems when it comes to communication, I think I'm mature, and you know, with boys your age, you don't get that maturity until they at least hit maybe 30, right, so him and I, we're on the same page, we talk about like the same things, I never had a problem when it came to like, again, communication, um, interest, our interests are again different but like there it's nothing that you don't sacrifice in a relationship even she was telling me that her boyfriend was into superheroes like when it comes to a relationship when you find someone you really like it's all about sacrificing you know and that's a normal part of a relationship it doesn't mean you're sacrificing everything but maybe you're going to a movie that you normally wouldn't be interested in but that's again you can sleep through it there's always just ways it's called compromising and give and take but anyways I was saying like my mindset again is on the level of a man an old man and or not mindset but just the way I talk the way I speak my thoughts when I sit there and I talk to her and she's going oh I drank like she's so she's kind of weird and I come back to my boyfriend at night and I'm saying wow I'm really having a hard time making friends like I'm not finding girls who are on the same level as me. I'm not finding girls who think the same, who are as mature, who are on the same level. And again, when there's a gap between, like, you know, what I have versus what you have, it's hard, again, to maintain that friendship. Or keep that friendship going. Or, you know, talk to people like that. I want a mature bitch for a friend. I need a girl who's mature, she doesn't have, like, I mean, we can both have our own problems and come together and talk, but I don't want, I'm not relying on you to fix my problems, like, the most, like, be an ear to listen, but I'm not expecting you to fix my problems, and I expect that you don't expect that I want to fix your problems as well, which is what I felt with Seashell, like, the breakdowns were too much attention-seeking for me, wanting to be comforted, wanting to be loved, and I said, bitch, this is not what I signed up for. I see the popo. So, again, in my friendships, I'm looking for you to be whole, myself to also be whole, and we come together and we be two whole human beings just having fun together. I don't know what kind of friendship I'm looking for. After a seashell, maybe I'm just looking for a friend to go out with and just to have a good time with, you know? Not too high of expectations. Today, guys, my boyfriend told me he would buy my winter tires! He's still telling me. Like, even after he gave it to her, I'm still telling me he fucking wouldn't help me with the car. But, I mean once you accept the fact that he just wants to be a dick <clears throat> he said he would buy my winter tires which was a big relief because like that was still some money i was gonna have to spend that was only the only sorry and that was the only thing that i needed outside of um that's it and then maybe i'm gonna go get my own car accessories i cannot wait to decorate it i'm so excited is this what it's like getting your first car guys i know mine's uh well <coughs> i don't know When I get it, guys, I will for sure post a picture on the Instagram. And I couldn't have done it without any of you guys. I have to also tell you guys about the story, like, when I told my boyfriend. I told you guys I originally was not planning on telling him about the car. But, and even I questioned at the beginning of this weekend when he was telling me about his car shit. And I was just like, I better not tell him. Because he just was giving me like the kind of energy that was like, I'm not going to reciprocate, you know, the level of excitement or be as interested in it for me or excited for me. So, yeah, we figured I told him as a story for another day um <clears throat> i did tell him and i like i read body language i'm gonna tell you guys again just as a reminder look at people's body languages look at how they move look at the way they fucking tap their feet i oh my god i used to tell you guys So I was talking about how my level, my brain level is the same level as a man. If not, it's higher because I sometimes be hanging out with men who I think are fucking idiots. That's why, again, when it comes to a simp, when it comes to reading people, the way like I use the example so hard, sometimes you don't even realize how fucking good you are until you see someone else struggling. Remember I told you that. I felt the same way with just comparing my mindset again to Seashell or to anyone else. Like, you don't realize how far you've come until you compare yourself to the next bitch who's still struggling. To do the shit that you've been doing since you were fucking 17. Come on now. Come on now. So I talked about, you know, looking at the simp and how Seashell was so impressed with the simp and she thinks he's so rich and all that. And I, I knew better. I knew better. I've been seeing the simp. I've been seeing the simp for how fucking long? Since December. You know what I wanted to say to Seychelle? She thinks, oh, she's getting the man. Seychelle, like, I could honestly laugh at her. Because, you guys remember, she used to give me such a hard time about my boyfriend. Oh, he's not giving you enough money, but my boyfriend just bought me a phone. Your fucking simp that, you the simp that you took from me, that you're fucking holding on to so badly, is seeing you for free, my nigga. Seeing you for fucking free. You went and agreed to see that man for free. For fucking free. For free fucking telling us that we're going to go see him and he's going to take us to Niagara Falls. No PPM. I mean, in hindsight, I could have accepted all of that. Like, I could have compromised with that and still just had a good time. I was just being so stubborn and wanting, you know, money to hang out. And it was more the way he was saying it. But of course, Seashell had come What is it? Made him so comfortable with seeing her for free that the man felt like he was entitled enough to say he wanted to see me for free and again I said we're not the same so what Cecil does is is her own thing so Cecil used to say he's not giving you enough money he's not doing that about my boyfriend my boyfriend just bought me a whole phone this week and he's gonna fucking give me ppm what does your man do I seen that she was with him because he posted it on his snapchat story my sim posted it on his snapchat story I said, you're going to go to that little dingy fucking house of his. Like, I cannot believe Seashell. Seashell, the same one who gave me so much shit, is, you know, out here with the simp on the weekend. Anyways, I know Seashell and I aren't the same because, again, we, as I said to you guys in the last podcast, we have different purposes for our money. We make our money in different ways. We understand people differently and when i talk about maturity and just being on the same mindset as other people i said why the fuck do you think i've known the simp for since december i've had this man from december and i gave him away or i wasn't even seeing him as often as i could have within that time frame of course i didn't use the simp as good as i should have as well as i should have but he's so fucking annoying He's so annoying. At least when you're with your boyfriend slash like your daddy like, and you like him, it's not work. So maybe she likes the sit more than we give her credit. It's not work as much as it is like you're having a good time and you're getting paid for it. Or you're making your income while you do it. Thanks with my boyfriend. Now again, I'm getting in the car. I'm so excited. Things are going good but usually whenever I get excited things fucking go bad so we should be careful but um yeah Driving is kind of fun I went mean, to learn how to do it so again it's all about reading people too and reading your sugar daddies and what i should really teach you guys is how to tell that you've got a good sugar daddy um and to just read men you know i realized that it's they're not all the same they're it's it's a it's a bit of work in order to decode any of them really and to still tell like it's not even too hard because again, I could tell from the simp right away he's got money. He doesn't, right? He or he doesn't have money. I told you guys the signs in the last two previous podcasts where I said if a high, a qual- low quality person per- has to prove to you, you know their worth. They try too hard to prove to you their worth. So when i talked to this girl even though the girl i went out with yesterday and again there's something about sugaring the kind of the the what is it the knowledge and the skills that you gain like it makes you a different kind of bitch like you have been through shit it makes you like what is it? like you've grown up a lot faster For sure. 1,000%. Us sugar babies who have been seeing, you know, older men since how old we were, teenagers and all that, we've had to grow up a little bit faster than, you know, other girls. I still have some people who used to listen to my podcast and message me and say, wow, I didn't know about all this shit when I was younger or when I was your age. When you're a sugar baby, you grow up fast. You know, no one can argue with that. Your men also, they teach you so much. They elevate your mindset. They show you different perspectives. One thing I realized about Seashell, you know, what makes her, again, so immature, what, the difference, again, between myself and her is she's not even willing to listen. You know, it's just easy little things like that that tell you about, like, the kind of quality of person that you are. Seashell would never listen to a sugar daddy. She always thought, like, she's very stubborn, stuck in her ways, What her way is always the right way. She won't listen to what they think or what they want to say. I, I might have been like that when I was younger, but for me, I hate listening to men who, but it's different. I was going to say, men who try and act like they're all that, but they aren't really, but let me tell you guys something. You can learn from anyone never fucking shut your ears to a man who's trying to teach you something never because the more open you seem to learning about shit like the more that you'll they'll tell you in other areas because again even though they're fucking idiots these sugar daddies they have years of experience on us right they've been through shit they've seen shit they've got businesses they've worked so many other places like they have a lot of experience and You should always be open, again, to learning from your sugar daddies. That's why, you know, they like to stress the importance of a mentorship. Even just to change your perspective. Another way to do that is through reading. I would totally encourage you guys to get these self-help books, to read books. I'm reading a book currently on habits, forming habits. And I was trying to figure out how I would reward myself. And if you guys want me to share some of that information, for sure I will. You guys listen to me. Um and all my experience, you know, comes from firsthand fucking doing it and also you know reading experiences stuff my mothers taught me stuff my sugar daddy's taught me just and again reading especially the thing I told you guys about reading people's body languages gold 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 golden i am going to repeat this story i told you guys with um the simp we used to go out for dinner we used to go out to restaurants and the way he would fucking i would read his body language every time it was time for him to pay that told me a man who fucking couldn't afford to be doing the shit he was doing language alone told me that he was not a high quality man. Body language again alone. Because every time the bill came out, I would look at him and I would encourage you guys to do this for your sugar daddies as well. If you go out, and again, these are settings where it was three it was the three of us so myself and seashell and him right and seashell loves to just go off when it comes to ordering stuff off the menu so i mean i didn't even blame him for reacting the way he did but he she he would fucking be tapping his feet he would be what else would he be doing he'd be getting nervous he'd shake his head like he just looked so stressed whenever the bill came and Seashell, of course, because she's not observant, she's not aware, she wasn't picking up on that. And I said it to her once. I said, look at how he reacts every time the bill out, comes out. That, to Seashell alone, should have told her again that this is not a high-quality man. He's not a good sugar daddy. He's broke. You know? And, again, broke is relative, and I don't want you guys to think, oh, she's talking broke, but... He's not as up there. And another thing, too, guys, is once you've had a high quality man, I call my boyfriend a high quality man just because I know this man's got money. And just, you know, you compare. I can compare it firsthand to a man who has money versus a man who wishes he has money. When a guy has to fucking show off about what he has, my boyfriend never. My boyfriend would never. My boyfriend's never had to say, this is what I got. Well, sometimes, again, I, I, I've said he's done it in just a kind of gloating way. But, like, when he talks about the shit, he has it, it's not as, it's not as small. It's not small, I should say, as, you know, the stem. is going to say, oh, I bought this one house and I'm going to remortgage it so I can get my money out of it. My boyfriend's not making or focused on the money that's coming out of the little houses. <laughs> You know what he said to me yesterday? He said, how much do you make a day? And I said, a lot. And then I said, how much do you make in a day? <laughs> Lately, it just been so bold. When it comes to money, I'll, if he asks me a question about money, I'll say, okay, how much do you have? Tony he says, he says, whatever you make, he's a, he says, a lot more than you make times 10. I said, fair game, sir. <laughs> I said, I can respect that. <laughs> Give me some of it. You know what else I said to my boyfriend the other day too? Which also, I want you guys to know, this is um, good advice. Listen to this advice right now. Never tell people how much fucking money you have. I'm going to use like this very extreme example. This girl got robbed This girl got robbed on Instagram for flexing 400k worth of shit. Guess I can afford to buy my own shit. The fuck, do I look like? let's see if he texts me so my ex-boyfriend used to do similar shit i mean like trying to show off about the money and all that like there's subtle ways to flex i know guys i understand kind of when they flex because like they just get excited over their own shit my friend she doesn't like it she doesn't believe that sugar daddies should be flexing on you know their partners and i agree and you know she also tells me she says when you actually take a step back and look at how much money they make versus what they give you it's literally pocket change i don't disagree but you know to us it's everything you know and we're not working and it's super easy i'm definitely believe in like just being grateful because it could be totally worse and um I don't know so as I was saying um I use the example seashell not being able to differentiate a high quality man from a low quality man tells us again why your friendship wasn't going to work out or not even that it shows us like the differences in just mindset Right, like she's supposed to be the fucking queen of sugaring. She's supposed to know these things, but yet, but yet she got fooled by a man who, again, she called me and she was like, "Oh, you know, he just fucking was talking all this bullshit, saying all this stuff," and I kind of believed him. You know what else I was thinking too, guys? Seashell also made this big point saying she doesn't want to hang out with us for free especially if my man's there she wouldn't come and hang out like and it makes no fucking sense to me how she could fucking put the simp on a pedestal where she's there the entire day sometimes if she came with my man like we would do stuff and she would get paid in fact she would make more money than what the simp was giving her Sorry about that. She'd make more money from my boyfriend than what the simp was giving her. The simp, though, is such a much more understanding person. Again, there's traits for everyone. Why, you know, some things work out better with certain people and why some people might be a little bit more harder to deal with. But, um... It was like she said, she claimed that she didn't want to hang out, right? She claims that she doesn't like to hang out for free. Unless there's money involved, she doesn't want to be there. Fair. But it wasn't even, it was like you're hanging out with me you would have made money with my boyfriend we would have been there at the cottage she literally I just felt like it was jealousy in hindsight just jealousy because it was like she wouldn't want to hang out and stay there for the day for a few hours as soon as she got there it was I have to leave I have an eyelash appointment I have to go I have to do this which I mean at the time I appreciated the fact she was so annoying or hard to deal with because again I was jealous and whatever and um I admit that I was jealous I'm very honest with you guys And the fact she was being such an inconvenience, like, seemed to piss off my boyfriend. We made so much money off my man when I was, when she came. I was just, like, recalled that. Like, we made a good, like, we made good money off of him alone. Just finessing him. I appreciated it at the time, but it was, like... I felt like this girl just never stayed put and it was like what was the alternative to go home and do nothing she like didn't want to stay at the farm the cottage and the cottage was so nice there was not a lot of things for us to do but like I always just wanted a friend to like hang out with there you know what would we do we'd be probably um what would we do there was a swimming pool like there was so much shit we could have done especially in the summer when she came like I don't know But she acted like she couldn't hang out. She acted like the money wasn't worth it for her to be stuck there the whole day saying, She just always says, I can make my entire rent right now. I can make all this, that. But then she goes for the simp and stays a whole fucking day for like pocket change. Like, not even a lot of money, guys, from the simp. She'll be there the entire day in a bit. She'll go for free? Fuck! She'll go hang out with the sim for free, but it gave me such a hard time just even hanging out with me. Not even my boyfriend. My boyfriend would leave us alone for the day. This bitch acted like she couldn't do it. Acted like it would physically hurt her to be stuck in one spot without making money every fucking second she was there. But, I don't know. would like to just think part of it was just jealousy. Because there was no reason. You know, the the Sims house is not even all that. The Sims house is not nice at all. And I think too, it's a little dirty. Like, what I like about my boyfriend's place is while... Like his Toronto house is very opposite of his um, cottage, right? I always say this to people, and whenever they go inside, they actually see like you are right, like literally the opposite. It's dingy, but what I like is that the sheets are clean. Wherever I go, I'm very comfortable there actually, and I'm comfortable, very comfortable with him. I don't like going to places where like it's dirty, like the uh, I don't know how to even explain that. What I like about the cottage is, like, my boyfriend has people who clean it, who change the sheets, who wash the sheets. I don't even have to do shit except for make the bed. Very taken care of over there. I appreciate it. I love it. I love it. So, I just say, like, the comparison, the difference... She really acted like she couldn't hang out at my boyfriend's farm. Never once did we actually ever get to spend the day other than the first time that she came. And even then, she left and said she had to go. And that was a problem, too, with sugaring. Well, I would, would say she, again, sugars, one second. She sugars on steroids. She's a ba- She sugars on steroids. And you guys already know what that means. It's just excessive sugaring an excessive thing where like money 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 uh, every fucking second and like while my boyfriend has a cool place I could probably hang out with a girl a normal girl who's like gonna be not grateful but excited that we're like hey we can go to the farm and there's this and that like I have with most normal girls you know what's also funny i was just thinking too when we were in vancouver seashell got this opportunity to go to this island with this guy and she was so excited saying she's gonna do this and that and i'm like my boyfriend has a really like my boyfriend's place is pretty and all that and i'm like i've been there so it kind of gets fucking old and boring once you've been there so often but for her who you know has barely been out there i just The way she got excited about this island. And I was like, you don't even, like, have that energy with my boyfriend's place. Like, you never want to go. Even when I was doing... I was, like, trying to do a house tour for them. I was, like, trying to show them all the rooms and stuff like that. Ocean, when she comes over... Not that she's coming over anymore after. There was some drama that I have to tell you guys about. But, um... I haven't gotten to it. But Ocean helps herself. Ocean's fucking taking selfies in the bathroom. I don't know how I feel about that, though. Like, I get it all. Like, I understand. I just felt like, like, Ocean would leave me. Like, I would do the same thing if I was with a sugar daddy. But at least say like, hey, do you want to go downstairs and go to a different room? Do you want to hang out? Like, it's my boyfriend's place and you're fucking ditching me to go do whatever you want. No, thank you. I also, like, it honestly pisses me off still. Just Ocean's lack of reciprocates, I can't even say reciprocates, Ocean never once put me on a man, and again, I used that one time in Vancouver, but where she had to give up a little bit of her money in order for me to come, Ocean never has reciprocated again the same extent to which I make sacrifices, I let her come see my man, she never has done that for me. what i find with the sugaring girls like and just girls in general a lot of us again are motivated by our jealousy super motivated we do weird shit from our jealousy and i even admitted i said oh i was jealous i said that earlier in this podcast i can admit that and that's why you kind of assume sometimes like they're not reciprocating because of jealousy i could even tell that first time when the guy she had been talking to had reached out to me via seeking and i took a step back once I found out that was her guy and I did it out of respect but never once did she like try and put me onto him never once did she try and encourage me to come and get the money, come and make money so like that's what I don't like about bitches and that's again a big reason why I had to um, take a step back with Ocean Outside of everything else, all the drama, I just felt like, Ocean, you never reciprocated any of the sacrifices or any of the money that I put you on. You were still fucking kissing, um, Seychelles' ass. Not that, again, I blame you, because for some reason, her and I both just gravitate towards... Um, seashell even though ocean and i have a much more pure and genuine bond together and i again described this to you guys previously where i was saying that maybe ocean and i are better off as friends than you know the friendships that we had with seashell because her and i we are much more again genuine people as opposed to seashell who everything is work seashell never wants to hang out seashell is just again she is an extreme case of a person she's an an extreme individual all i know is that bitches are gonna hate bitches are gonna be jealous and i I'm never going to put myself... I felt, again, those bad fucking vibes with Seashell straight off the bat. I used to call her fake. I I barely even knew the girl. She's just so fake. Straight from the beginning. Never liked any of it. I'm going to text my simp. I have to figure out if Seashell's nails are done. I'm looking at his Snapchat story. So I told you guys that he. I don't know if I even told you guys. Fuck. Actually, kind of weird. I'm wondering if this man was on a date yesterday. Anyways, I just texted with simp. I know I told you guys I was cutting off the simp. And I still believe everything I said wholeheartedly that you don't get the same chance twice. Don't fucking think i changed my mind. But we are in the business of using people. And whatever you can reap, you should take. So I... A few days ago this week when I had my blonde hair, my simp was going so crazy over it. Oh my Lord. He was snapping back saying, you look so sexy, blah, blah. blah. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. And I said, sure, you can see me. PPM, no drama. As in I'm taking control now. You will never see me again unless you're paying me. And, you know, I'm separating myself from who's right, who's wrong, all that drama, bullshit, I'm not part of anymore. I just want my money. That's it. So, Sims recovered. I'm never going to let the Sim, you know, get to me the same way he did before. But money, again, is money. And I enjoyed the convenience. Now I have, you know, car bills, car payments to fucking be aware of and on top of. So, I don't mind. I'm so excited again because... Now that I'm driving, guys, that's a whole fucking new ballpark. That's a whole new fucking game of sugaring. You know how many times it's kind of an awkward when you're like, Oh, I don't drive. I don't drive. Can you drive me? I don't drive. We have to reschedule this date because I don't drive. Can you pick me up? Having a fucking sugar daddy for a first date pick you up too? Fuck. Anyways, I'm so tired of talking. I'm going to post this one actually right fucking now. You're welcome, girls. Um and i plan on recording again another podcast because we're going to the cottage and so he's gonna be working so i just figured i would smoke weed and talk to you guys one of my favorite things to do anyways i'll talk to you guys later in probably an hour i'm so tired of talking as well